You're listening to the RT Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RT1 weekdays at 3.30. You're very welcome back to the show. We have our news panel with us in studio. We have Parentline CEO Aileen Hickey from News Talk Breakfast. We have Shane Coleman and on Skype, we have publisher and business mentor, Nora Casey, thought fault you're over the fault. Welcome all. Anna, yeah. Thank you. Uh, welcome, Aileen, you first. What are we going to talk about? Oscars? Well, I think today is the day we'll be talking about the Oscars. Yeah, yes. so the, the nominations came out there about, after about half one today. And I think there'd been, there'd been great hope that Killian Murphy would be nominated for Best Actor, and he was, for Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. um, which is an amazing movie. Mind you, I couldn't follow half of it, but, <laughs> but you know... <laughs> But there was a lot of black holes in it, uh, theoretical physics. But anyway, um, uh, but anyway, he was nominated for Best Actress. That's great. He's waving the green flag for Ireland. Uh, there was a bit of disappointment for Paul Meskell and Barry Keoghan yeah. and for Andrew Scott. None of them got uh, got the nod. Yeah, I thought Barry and Saltburn would have. I, I thought something. I thought that would have been. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he, yeah, he was nominated for the Golden Globe for it, yeah. wasn't he? And the BAFTA. But anyway, he didn't make the cut for this one. But uh, on the flip side, Poor Things, which is uh, made by an Irish production company yeah. by Elements Ele- Pictures. Element Pictures, yeah. Um, uh, what did I say? Elements. Element yeah. Pictures. Yeah. Uh, that got eleven nominations, including um, Robbie Ryan, who's Irish, and he got Best Cinematographer for it. Brilliant. Uh, so that's so that's really good. Uh, and, and you know, I have to say, I, I think it's probably the year of uh, Barbenheimer, as they call it. Barbenheimer, because yeah. Barbenheimer, so Barbenheimer, actually, basically, during the strikes and everything last year, they basically kept the, 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 the American Cinemas, film yeah. industry um, on the go. You know, I mean, uh, you know, half the world went to see Barbie and, and the rest of them went to see Oppenheimer. Yeah. Some of them went to see both. Mm-hmm. I went to see both. I, was, I, I actually was able to follow Barbie a lot better than Oppenheimer, I have to tell you. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, so Barbie, I think, received... Um, Eight or nine nominations as well, um, but nothing for Margot Robbie. Nothing no. for Margot Robbie. The other, the other big winner was Killers of Killers of the Killers of the Flower Moon. Also Had did girl, very well. Yeah. And Lily Gladstone, who I thought was amazing in that, uh, has been nominated. I, I don't know, was it for Best Supporting Actress or Best Actress? But she's fantastic. So, so that's great. Yeah. So you know, I, I think it's a bit of a mixed bag. But anyway, great to have Killian Murphy yeah. out there with with the nomination well, for Best Actress. Shane, he's a great chance, I think. Has he? He's a big chance. Yes, yeah. really. I think uh, Paul um, uh, Giamatti's the big. Uh, um, rival for that, right. but isn't it amazing that we're slightly disappointed yeah. that yeah, only we've one. Got yeah. Element yeah. have got eleven nominations. Yeah. This is an Irish production company. Yeah. Eleven nominations, and we've a chance of the, the first ever Irish-born actor yeah. to win Best Picture, mm. and we're kind of going we're a little dis- disappointed. It just shows what a golden era we are in yeah. in, yeah. in yeah. Irish cinema. It's and look, those actors. I mean, they're they're brilliant. They're really versatile. And Barry Cogan. I think it's just going to be... Yeah. I, the sky is the limit yeah. for that. He's really starting, yeah. in a and way. He's yeah. just, and yeah. he's edgy, he's unique, yeah. he's different. They're uh, just and competitive, it, Shane. We wanted to see them get more nominations. Yeah, but yeah. I think, you know, yeah. he does, he's yeah. got lots of time on the side. And look, we, we should mention your, uh, you know, there's some brilliant, uh, there's yeah. some brilliant uh, female actors mm-hmm. uh, as well. Obviously, Sir, uh, Sir Ronan, and of course, your uh, Kerry, fellow Kerry woman... Uh, Jessie Jesse Buckley, Buckley yeah. who is, yeah. I think, extra, look, looks yeah. different in yeah. every... She's a chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. She's absolutely... So we are in a golden era, and I, I really ma- is. Who got married under the radar, apparently, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did, yeah, 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 without telling anyone. In Killarney? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not too no, sure where she got married. Was, I think it was, yeah, I think it, it was... It, a, it might have been uh, abroad in Tipperary yeah. or something like that. Abroad in Tipperary? Across the border in Limerick. Very traffic. Nora, were you a Barbie or an Oppenheimer girly? I only just saw Barbie, so definitely Oppenheimer. I think people think that Killian Murphy kind of, you know, it was a flash in the pan, but mm-hmm. he's 20 years waiting for this. 
Um, so I know it's a disappointment for some of the others, but Killian definitely deserves it. Mm -hmm. He's been around a long time. Um, waiting for the nomination. So, but great news for poor things because actually they beat Barbie and they beat Killers um, of the Flower of Moon by I think two points, eleven for them, eight yeah. for Barbie. Um, overall, I would say I work in and around the film industry in London, so it wasn't a great year um, coming out of COVID and then having the the writers and actors strike and um, and they almost saved theatres again. You know, I mean, it was it was this worst possible moment where the theatres were shut down and we were all streaming and looking at Netflix. And in fact, most of the tech providers are providing most of our films now, like Amazon and, and Netflix. So here out of the blue comes these two big whoppers, Barbie and Oppenheimer, and everyone was talking about them all year. It was fantastic. I've only just seen uh, Killers of the Flower Moon as well, and it was fantastic. It was an amazing performance for Robert De Niro. I loved yeah, every bit of it. I hope that Lena does get the best actress. Uh, she was fantastic. Can I just quickly yeah. tell you that I, I, I need to let you know this. I stood up Emma Stone for you last month in, uh, in December. <laughs> Thanks. I, I was down here, to do, I was due to do the show, yeah. and I was interviewing Emma Stone. Mm. Um, it, was, it wasn't face-to-face, it was on, on camera, but she arrived a little bit late. I had to get the train, yeah. and the, uh, the, assistant, the assistant was saying, listen, can you wait another 15 minutes? I was like, do you know Dahiusha? <laughs> I said, I am not missing that train because he will kill me. So you can tell Emma she's going to... So I stood up Emma Stone. Go on, the train. Fair play to you. That's the lengths I'll go to for this show. You have your priorities. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Who right. needs Emma Stone when you've got yeah. Dahiusha? She, <laughs> she never got back to me. Said nobody yeah. ever. <laughs> well, do you want to know what our viewers are thinking yes. when it comes to the Oscars? Uh, we asked who will be watching the Oscars and it's kind of a resounding no. 81% of viewers say that no, they will not be tuning into the Oscars while 19% said yes. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised. Well, do you know what? Very few people are going to be watching them live because it's not on Sky. Yeah. ITV oh. have the rights live. Oh. Or do you have the, are going to show them the next night. Yeah. And most people in Ireland don't get ITV, so oh. okay. yeah, we're going to miss out. RT will be showing them, I should on say. The, on the following night, usually yeah. in RT too. Uh, Nora, we're going to go on to our next story, and it's about uh, the best places in Europe to retire. Yeah, thanks, uh, Dahi. It's a bit of a flawed concept, this whole idea of retiring. I don't ascribe to it myself. In fact, it was invented ages ago by uh, a German Chancellor, von Bismarck, who mm. decided that at 70, everyone should retire, move over and let the younger people um, take over their jobs. And of course, at the time, the life expectancy was 70. So Travel and Leisure, appropriately titled magazine, decided that they would give us some of their top places for people to retire to. I don't agree with all of them. Um, we've just been through Stormisha and, uh, and Jocelyn on the way. So all I can do is Google, 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 where is the sun at the moment? Where can I go to get a little bit of um, warmth and to beach and sea? Uh, they've suggested places like Budapest and Slovenia wouldn't be top of my list. They've also done Kinsale in Ireland, which is really nice and a very beautiful place. Uh, I wouldn't be retiring to it. Sorry, Kinsale, because I can visit you any day of the week. Um, I agree. The Algarve, maybe a lot of Irish people are in the Algarve already. So, uh, and also, I would imagine in my dream, uh, if I wanted to retire, it would be somewhere happy, sunny, uh, where you could walk everywhere, where you could uh, be close to restaurants, close to bars, mm -hmm. you could speak a bit of the language so you could assimilate to the local people. And did I mention sunshine? It would be sunny all day. You only meet people in Ireland, they say, I come from Costa Rica, and you go, and what are you doing in Ireland? Like the, <laughs> the idea that somebody would leave some beautiful, gorgeous place. So on my list would be Hawaii for sure. Oh yeah, like I would like, I would like Hawaii, Alicante. 
definitely. Any of the Greek islands yeah, uh, would be way up there. Key West is the nicest part of Florida, and it gets a lot of sunshine all year round. They're all on my list. Okay, dokie. But that's it's, a great list. But it's more than it's more than kind of sunshine, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like say, there's 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 health insurance and all everything else at the cost of living. Is that all in yeah. there together? You got to think of those things when you get yeah. it. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you do. Yeah. I have to say, I mean, you know, all all those lovely places that she said sound fantastic, but. My mother is a platinum Mill Street, so. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a microclimate in Mill Street, I is there not? I'm retiring to Mill Street now. You know, I'm trying to balance out the lack of sangria and sun and golf that's, that's available they have on the island. They've a wine island. shop, though, don't they? But they've a wine shop, and they make, they, they make lovely brown bread down in Cafe Aroma, and there's a pitch and put course. And and there's a plot of land, so I mean, yeah. and, and I don't know what this business is about. Look, well, not well, can I make a semi-serious point? Yeah. I, the expat life does not appeal no. to me at all. Anne. Not even somewhere like Bordeaux. N- no, no, no. I just think I think like I want like I love the idea of travelling, and mm-hmm. definitely when I retire, I hope to travel a bit more. But mm-hmm. I want to be around the grandkids if I have grandkids. Yeah. I want to be around Bose. I want to be around the field. I want to be around my community. Yeah. I don't. I think the life of an expat's a kind of a lonely one. It doesn't appeal to me personally. Yeah. Look, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Is, is yeah. great. I've but, actually yeah. watched far too many episodes of Benny Dorm to ever realize Or Face in the Sun. Yeah. Now, I would fancy myself one of those mobi- mobility things, you know, but <laughs> apart from that, you know, I'm, I'm not sure about the rest of it. Yeah. You'll be yeah. taking shelter from the rain in Mill Street while Nora sunning herself in QS. I'd say the footpaths in Mill Street are fairly level. I'd say the mobility scooter <laughs> would go along nicely. I could get an umbrella attached to it for the rain oh. and it'd be grand. Yeah, see, I, I, I think that the lure of the sun is great, but uh, where is the rest of it then, Shane, as you were saying? Yeah. Where, where, where is your community? Yeah. Where are your people? Even your football, yeah. your hurling and your yeah. soccer teams, yeah. if they're all in one place and, yeah, it's lovely, the mm. sun is here, but... Cobble Gachtanella, where is everybody else? But isn't the sun something that's lovely to go to visit? Yeah. But you really want it all the time. In January on a Greek island, definitely, when I'm old, it sounds good. Nora sold it well. It's nice to be able to moan about the weather as well, isn't it? I mean, would you want that sun all the time? What are you talking about? If you had to get up the sun every single day, you know, same old thing, yeah. Yeah, with freshly squeezed orange juice with the with the ocean beating off the rocks outside your bedroom. You don't get that in St. Thomas's. No, we're a bit we're, we're a bit away from the ocean, <laughs> even though we're at the centre of the universe. Yeah, the universe on Sunday, anyway. That's for sure. That's true. That's true. I know, though. I guess the dream is to split the year, isn't it? Yeah, that's, have half yeah. and half. If you could have the best Listen, of both worlds, won't you have your health? Oh, well said. Yes, well said. Uh, Shane, what else are we chatting about? Uh, the big story in politics at the moment is this access to cash bill. Michael McGrath, the finance minister, introducing this, basically saying to banks, you've got to make sure that there's ATMs available for people so they can withdraw cash. You can't be mm-hmm. uh, leaving people short of, of cash, compelling banks to do this. And there's also plans to uh, ensure people are able to pay cash for mm-hmm. essential goods and services. So, look, it's probably the right thing to do. There is a like I, ne- I have to admit, uh, we were talking about this earlier, I never carry cash, ever. I used to carry it for two reasons. One, to pay the ref in GEA, mm-hmm. and two, to give it to the kids <laughs> when they're going to school. Most of the refs in Ghana take, take Revolut. No, wh- wh- why were you paying off referees now? Well, just for an extra couple of points. You know. <laughs> 20, euro, 20 euro fee, and there's a fiver for you. That's the way I picked it up. No, entirely above board, I should stress. And the kids all have... Re- so you can revolute the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So but look, there are definitely a, there's a cohort who aren't comfortable paying with cards and they do have to be looked after. I do think there's an element of King Canute holding back the tide about this. I think yeah. 
In 20 years' time, will any of us be using cash? I, I don't think so. I don't know. No, I, 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 I do, yes, I, I, and I'm with you all the way there. I mean, you know, I don't carry cash either, but, and I have, I'm a bit like the Queen, like I haven't carried cash in years. You know, I mean, I, if I go to the supermarket, like, I don't even have a coin for the trolley. But having that said, my mother wouldn't have cards, you know, so she, yeah. she pays for everything in yeah. cash. So, I mean, I think there has to be room for people to pay with both in a hybrid yeah. system. Yeah. I actually, funnily enough, um, it was such a miserable day on Sunday. We went to the cinema on Sunday evening, uh, myself and, and two of the boys and anyway the, the, the system had broken down the cinema we went to see The Holdover which by the way is a great movie with uh, Paul Giamatti uh, but anyway uh, that's, not, that's a different story I know but anyway um, <laughs> but the, the, the sisters broke in the cinema so the, the, the ushers came out and they said unless you're paying with cash get out of the queue we every, everyone has to pay for their cinema ticket with cash and the whole no place way. emptied, I swear yeah. to God. So, like, now we had no cash either. We went around the corner to the ATM and got out cash, but everything. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, it was like a different... So, and then when you went into the cinema, it was practically empty because... Wow. Were all these were... millennials running around kind of... <laughs> what, what are we doing? What's going on? We're like, sorry, what did you say? I can't pay with what, my phone. What, what's the thing that I'm they're curious. looking for? Cash. <laughs> Have you heard of it before? So there was a bit of that carry on going for a while. I'm curious but to get were... uh, Nora's opinion on this. <laughs> and to know, Nora, if you think cash is king... You are the yeah, I think cash role. is really important. You know, yeah. you forget there's lots of people who are listening and watching today who won't be in the same, let's say, social class as the as some of us and uh, people in low income, uh, new newcomers to Ireland, particularly elderly people. Aileen made the point. Um, cash is really important to them. I don't know if any of you um, read about the Aviva. I happened to be there the day when the technology failed. Um, during the longest U.S. Uh, game on the planet, longer than a Shakespeare play, and none of the credit card machines worked, so uh, they could only take cash. And I think AIB learned a harsh lesson. They tried to close seven of their banks uh, to make them cashless. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a huge outcry because, you know, people wanted to have their cash. There's also an important learning, you know, for me, young people growing up, I always gave cash as the pocket money in the rule in our yeah. family, in the Casey household is half your age. But it's a it's a way of people, you know, young people in particular and children recognising the value of cash, which you don't get with a credit card. On a personal basis, um, you know, my card was hacked twice this year. We're going through a period of lots of cybersecurity concerns. And I actually couldn't get cash out of three ATMs. You know, I tried. And uh, so I, I'm an absolutely feel that this is a hybrid model. The banks are pushing this for 25 years, by the way. They want a cashless society because it's cheaper. Five to 10% of their operating costs come from from cash transactions. Mm -hmm. Of course, you don't have the security concerns of a big busload of cash being taken from A to B or tellers having to sit there taking cash in. There might be a a serious issue for small businesses because they say that they can drop their costs by 10% by going cashless. But, you know, I definitely think as a society, we need to ensure that we can still use cash and allow people the option. Brilliant. Nora, Nora, hope to see you again soon. Thanks, Emil, for listening. Don't forget, you can tune into the Today Show every weekday on RT1 from 3.30. Or if you miss the show, you can always watch us back on the RT player. Visit rt.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.